Welcome to Mentally Untable Adventures, Episode 60, Dungeon World Min Loco, Session 1, Episode 3. Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general is not fit for, hu- for human con- cons- consumption. We return to the game of Min Loco. Gar, Mab, Pyrian, Clovis, and Varnyar begin to head lower into the tower. What will they find as they descend? And how have they been able to see this whole time? It's been dark. We'll cover that when we get back to the table. Anyway, enjoy the show. Boy, you're right. It should be dark, huh? We figured the tower must be lit. Yeah, there must be torches on the walls. Whether torch bearer. <laughs> that guy has been standing there next to you, holding the torch. Hmm, that is an excellent question. So, you're not actually like on fire most of the time, Salamander, right? No, I can control flames. Right. <laughs> For life. I know he's capable. It's a question of is it, is it is it like one of those like I can't turn it off kind of thing? Okay, so that can't be it. And you're right, it was dark when you got here. Well, it was midnight. Right. But we were outside a little bit upstairs, but once we went down. Right, they're right. Well, in the bell room would have been nothing. Or would have been like like no outside light. Like you were probably gives off light. That seems likely was what I was going to say is I think the bell itself is the bell of dawn is constantly shedding light. Like the like the dawn. So of course you've been able to see this whole time. You've had the bell with you. It blows in the presence of thieves. Right. None. I mean, Gar probably had a hell of a time once he got knocked a floor below you guys for a while there, uh, stumbling around in the dark in Ludo's house. So long. <laughs> right. Actually, on that floor, it's possible that the bell on the statue, uh, you know, because there was the statue of him, that bell is probably also enchanted just to glow, just for the effect, because everybody knows the real one glows, so. Seems likely. I like this plan. Let's go with that. Okay. Don't bother me with reality. We've determined that the bell glows. Oh, shit. No, it glows all the time, because otherwise, how were you guys seeing? It was midnight, and you arrived in a room, and you didn't have any torches. Bell glows. Right, the bell glows. Of course, that was the light source the whole time. Retconned. Done. It's not retconning. We just never talked about it. All right. (laughs) <laughs> That's how we were all picturing it in our mind, right? I mean, I was, right? <laughs> I was imagining fluorescent lights. <laughs> details, details. Anybody have any concerns or problems or anything that or stuff that you want to see more or less of? Uh, uh, tweaks, things like that. Or good, let's keep going. Yep. Yeah, I think Sweet. Since, since we're at a nice pause, huh? We've got like another hour in this. Right, yep, it is 8.49, so if we aim for a 10 o'clock finish, so we've got about another hour tonight, so we'll try and get you uh, yet to another sort of stopping point. We'll plan to do end-of-session moves at the end of tonight, hopefully be in a place for you guys to level up before we resume again tomorrow morning. Well, <laughs> well, actually. You never know. Right. Yeah. Gar is definitely going to make it. So as you guys are uh, sort of in this room uh, here on sort of the third floor down, um, you've seen through the hole in the bottom, and then you kind of go go down the downstairs a little bit, and you see where the downstairs uh, starts to coil around 
uh, like a stone center pillar and it just becomes a spiral all the way around going down inside sort of the hollow uh, interior. Um, <clears throat> so it's wall. Yes. Yeah, there, are, there are exterior walls and then a central pillar with stones around it, or with the stairs around it. Every once in a while, a sort of support structure uh, sticks out, uh, bracing the wall, um, which you could probably like walk out upon. Uh, and maybe as you go down, there might be you know, things on them. But yeah, yeah. For, for right now, as you look down, it looks like fairly open. You don't hear anything moving. Um, so you presume, based on where you're at... It's an abandoned tower, and you're pretty far up. You're going to guess that not much comes up here if it knows Ludo lives here. You think you're in a fairly defensible position if you wanted to make camp. This seems like a good place to do it. You could, you know, basically make camp in the church. Uh, you know, sweep, sweep, sweep all the, uh, the the debris and the bones down the hole just in case they decide to get antsy in the middle of the night. But, uh, you know, there's a nice hole in the floor that you just have to scoop everything, scoop everything towards the hole and, you know, then suddenly this place uh, becomes kind of spacious. I'm recommending that we stay away from the statue or doing anything with the statue? Or you could always go up into Ludo's room on another floor up. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's that might be a, good idea. a little... I mean, it's a little grosser. Like, it's got kind of... Yeah, I mean... that lived-in feeling. Right, it's got that lived-in feeling. But uh, then again, it is a floor up from the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it smells a little like Ludo, but, you know... Chamber pots in the corner. Not too bad. Yeah, I mean, he was Giant always... Giant fucking chamber pot. <laughs> As it turns out, he was always pretty good about defecating off the side of the tower. What a good guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure at the bottom we won't find a giant pile of Ludo shit. Hey guys, look at that. Oh, yeah, I'm cool. Well, these mushrooms growing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to make camp? Yeah, I think we should just do that. All right, does anybody have stuff that they're going to do when you make camp? I will just stink our side and I. I'm hurt pretty bad, so I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> the says, yeah. Ah. I've got multiple holes in my abdomen that aren't supposed to be there. I know Mav said he had a thing that yeah, happened. Sing the healing songs of spring and growth. So when we make camp, everyone heals at D6. In addition, to- in addition to getting back uh, half your hit points, right? Is normal. I personally am uninjured, but I'll still do it. Right. <laughs> I was down one, but no. so Mav. What does the healing song? What does that entail, or what does that sound like? What, do, you, do you just is that just you singing? Do you transform into an animal to do it? Uh, no, I don't transform into an animal. Okay. It's a, it's a, a vocal instrument type <coughs> thing, you know, where it doesn't have words, but. <laughs> it's a, all right, so it, 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 you, you you sing, uh, yeah, and yeah. It's a wordless tune, but it is it is it is a. It sort of echoes. I'm gonna guess like a lot of the uh, the jungle birds. Sort of if you sort of like dance between the melodies of all the different sort of jungle birds and the frogs and other things in the in, on the island where you're from. Maybe that seems like like be that that kind of a thing. So it, yeah, has a very primal feel to it. So. <laughs> So yeah, so you heal up an extra D6 in addition to half your hit points. I'm going to smoke my pipe. 
I know it has nothing useful for me, but I'm gonna smoke my halfway pipe. That's bad for you. So you get up to you get up to the halfway point of your hit points. You get half your hit, you get half your hit points back plus a d6. Yeah, half your back. Yep. You get a d6 if you need it. Yep. Half max is added. to I've never really played a character before in this game that's gotten hurt like this. I've always been. Right, so whatever, what's your what's your hit points to start with your max hit points? 25, I was at 7, so I get to add... So you get like 12, 12 back. Plus, plus the 7, six. okay. Plus the 2, 7, so 12 plus 9. Yeah, that's good. Yep. So if you're more than halfway hurt, it's going to take a couple of days. But other than that, pretty quick. So. I'm sitting good. Alright, so uh, Gar sits and smokes his pipe pipe leaf. Um, I offered to light it, and he turned it down. <laughs> Pyrian offered to light, light it before it, uh, for it. Um... Clovis, what does it look like when you sort of uh, prepare to rest? It's hard to think about you in a state of rest. You are sort of always a man of action. What does that look like? He sits cross-legged and meditates. Okay. Does he sleep at all? Yes. Okay. That's how he sleeps. Okay, that's how he's... So he sleeps, like, sitting... I picture him sitting cross-legged with his sword, like, across his thigh, like... Ready to at a moment's notice. Yes, in the jungle, the snake or something like that. Right, you hardly have to wake up to defend yourself. It's quite fabulous, actually. Okay, so we can definitely see that. Uh, Varnyar is just collapsed on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he finds what's left of Ludo's bed and says, Good enough. <laughs> just goes down. But I keep my gauntlets um, on. Of course. Why, why, why would you? There are many like it, but this one is mine. Yes. <laughs> Man, what does it look like when you bed down? Well, you know, I, I walk the circle around our camp area three times while I do my song, and then I just sort of curl up in my cloak. <laughs> just, all right, perfectly normal. You don't, like, turn into a cat or something? No. Sometimes. No, Every once in a while. Right, once in a while when you're in the mood. Okay, just curious. Um, Tyrion. Uh, so I will actually start a small fire at the base of the stairs so the smoke goes up the stairs, and I just curl next to them. Okay. Fire. Right. Uh, I like to heat stone, right? Yeah, yeah, stone. <laughs> so you're able to, yeah. There's, there's sort of a, a stone, sort of hearthy area in front of. Actually, it's in front of the emperor statue uh, in Ludo's room. So you're able to sort of clear off a nice spot there that you can build a fire out of the. Definitely like sleeping next to the heat. Yep. So yeah. So you sort of curl up next to the fire. I like it. Gar. Gar is a. Uh, he's quietly curled up against the wall writing. Uh, his ballad to ah. Clovis as where he falls asleep doing such things. Yeah, he falls asleep. And then it's just, you know, yeah, you can hear him muttering things like he clothed the, the lumbering giant in half and, you know, making it really grandiose uh-huh. versus, you know, just something just something plain like the bard was laying beneath the giant and was about to die. <laughs> you know, where I'm still okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make, you know, his glory great. Where do you guys put the bell? Did you leave it down in the chapel? Like, it was kind of like laying on the stairs when you dropped it I was during the fight. I will carry it. Is it still just kind of laying on the stairs where you left it? I mean, that is your source of light. If you kind of... Well, he started a fire. So. Oh, that's true. So I'm going to sit down next to the bell. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you just prop yourself up on the stairs <laughs> with your back on the bell. There we go. Now I feel better. Yeah. Guard the objective. This is wise. 
Clovis. Yes. Make me a wisdom base defy danger. Six. That's me. Ah, it is weird. So you get your next piece of experience as your sleep is not terribly restful. In the morning, you remember having dreams, maybe nightmares. It was. (laughs) So it's hard to tell what the imagery meant. It was all kind of jumbled. You weren't able to make much sense of it. Um, But you could see sort of a darkness blackening the world outside. And you knew that the bell had something to do with it. But whether the bell was there to help or to stop it, you don't know. Visions were unclear. But you know, sleeping with your back against the bell was unsettling. So, you wake upon the morrow. It is the dawn. Ding! <laughs> you gonna do it? <laughs> are you going to ring the bell at the dawn? Damn right you are. <laughs> Did you wake Clovis up first? We're all getting up. And okay. Actually, I waited until they picked the bell up and we're ready to... Oh, yeah, that makes more sense because then it would actually ring right. as opposed to... Okay, good. Because I was like, if Clovis is woken by the dong, would be a problem. Okay. So, you hoist, you hoist the bell and you strike it with your shillelagh. And you hear the, the, the peal ring out from the top of the um, uh, tower. And you feel, I mean, you can feel something. And as, then you... you <laughs> I haven't felt we anything <laughs> No, you feel, you feel good about it. You feel like, yeah... That was the right thing to do. That needed to happen. That felt good. That felt cleansing. Um, and actually, as you uh, uh, you can uh, step out, uh, maybe if you kind of look outside um, from the balcony on Ludo's floor, uh, as you step out and look up, uh, you can see the uh, crack in the sky uh, that was you know letting through the daylight during the night. Um, you can see now at the morning. It's just a tiny sliver of black. Now, like, now, so that little piece of the sky is just on the wrong setting. Turn <laughs> will heal with time, right? Time heals all wounds. That's what they say. So, what is your plans now? Well, your descent. Yeah, yeah. Descend down with the bell. Okay. And then finally. <laughs> Get a wagon or something? <laughs> yeah, we have Let's get down to the bottom of the tower uh, first yeah, before we worry about wagons. We are strong. So, so you guys said you don't know what city this is, right? So you don't know where you are. We must go to a tavern. We will drink with the common folk and learn more about our surroundings. That sounds this fabulous. Is a, this is a ruined city. Well, this, I meant this part of the city. 
spark. I'm sure there's parts of it that aren't ruined, right? So that's what I was thinking. I guess we'll find out when we get to the bottom. Yeah, I guess we gotta get to the bottom. So first... Then we drink. <laughs> first, I think I just need a deck space to fight danger from Clovis and Varnyar. Oh, because you're carrying the heavy bell, and... These stairs are not in the best of shape. So I just want to make sure that the bell makes it to the bottom for me. That's an 11. That's Ah, great. That's an 11. That's great. So you guys, sure-footed and strong as oxes, you are absolutely able to carry the bell down to the bottom of the tower without incident. So I would like to create a bond with Clovis. You would? I I don't have one that would really fit. Oh, yeah, you can write your own. I can make my own. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yes. So, They're much better that way, usually. What is it? <laughs> I respect Clovis and hope to someday put the bell down. <laughs> Face him in honorable combat. Oh, yeah. I think is off. We have a bad history of that in my group. <laughs> There have been a frighteningly large number of PC-on-PC murders. <laughs> Everybody's usually cool with it, but they brought it on themselves. They know. for the goose and Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Never played, but heard an actual play, so I kept the reference. But... Okay. I heard sex positions over there. What the hell? <laughs> I took a picture of the um, the board detailing yeah. what kind of show they're doing. It looks interesting based on the uh, things written up there. It's not a kid's show, I can tell you that much. Good. To reach the bottom of the tower. The bottom level has a giant pile of, like, pew debris and bones. Oh, wait, that was... You got... Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, but it looks like um, some other animals must uh, nest in here. What kind of animals would nest in the bottom of a tower like this, Gar? Start with bats. Bats? Um, and owls, possibly. And that, that would be, based on the fact that we're on islands, we might have... You're on an island? No, I mean we're on. We saw water, right? No, you didn't. No, you saw you saw a villa, right? Stately palazzos, oh. um, nice houses on the hill, or at least what used to be nice houses. I'm I'm sticking with bats and owls. Bats and owls, it still is. All right. So yeah, you definitely see like lots of droppings from like bats and owls here in the bottom. Um, crunchy pellets. Yep. Crunch, 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 crunch. You're hoping you don't disturb. Right. Could I uh, discern some realities? You absolutely should do that, because that's always the best idea. Damn it, I succeeded. Damn it! <laughs> that's, that's no fun. That's a, yeah, a ten, so... Well, shit, ask me questions, then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, things are about to get interesting. What's about to happen? <laughs> what is about to happen? You get the sense that since you rang the bell... And you guys weren't exactly, like, quiet when you were fighting Ludo and stuff. You're going to guess that if there was anybody in the area that had any interest in that bell or Ludo's stuff, basically, 
They might be just waiting for whoever went up there to come out. Ludo had stuff. <laughs> we yeah. We're going back up. <laughs> Perhaps I overstated that. Ludo's rumored stuff. Perhaps they believed Ludo had stuff. Well, you found the amulet. You found the amulet. <laughs> Speaking of which, what happened to that amulet after you shook it off as a cat? Did you just leave it there? Oh, you just oh, stuck it off in the bag? <laughs> leave it behind. What are you, crazy? That um, thing's made out of gold. <laughs> what here is useful or valuable to me? Sorry, I just can't hear that, hear that without thinking of Ninja Turtles. So. <laughs> what here is useful or valuable to me? What here is useful or valuable to me? Well, as it turns out, uh, as you sort of look around the, the base level, um, you do see something glint in sort of a pile of rubbish over in the corner. Ah, uh, Clovis, you must set down the bell. Alrighty. I must urinate. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go over to the pile of the glint. I'm going to kick it with my foot. <laughs> Okay, so as you uh, kick it, you uncover. You uncover. Most beasts of burden can just go while they work. <laughs> it's a ring. Uh, it caught your eye because it's silver. It, it, it glinted. All right, I'll pick it up. I'll okay. Just, I'll, I'm not going to put it on. Okay. I'm just. I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> ah, Weird. experienced adventurer. <laughs> Don't just put on the piece of jewelry you found. It could be dangerous. All right, so you've got a ring. Don't let me forget you have that. Silver ring. <laughs> Clovis. No, not Clovis. Barnyard. Um, what should I be on the lookout for? What should you be on the lookout for? Um, it's entirely likely if you know people heard the bell uh, and they're expecting you to come out that they could be prepared to ambush you because there's only one door out of the base level of this tower. So there's only one way out of this tower down at the bottom, right? Yes. But this is a ruined city. There's no one here. What if there's an Oh my god, I never realized that this notepad is lined on the back and graph paper on the front. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I flipped it over and went, like, oh my god, what is this? Anyway, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's late. I'm easily amused, apparently. (laughs) The dungeon is stretched out. Right. How am I supposed to draw a circle without graph? All right. So, yeah, so there's only one door out of the center of this uh, as the stairs come down. And you found the ring over here, kind of in a pile of shiot. Were there arrow flats as we were coming down? No, there was no. All solid, solid wallage. So I think uh, I mean, there might have been a couple of places where the uh, stone had crumbled away, perhaps, that you could peek out, but certainly nothing planned architecturally. How about that? Is there, I'm going to go around, or go back up the steps, just up one level until we get to the front where the door would be, and I'm going to yeah. look for a hole. Okay. Um, so just roll me a, make me a roll without any modifier to it. A luck roll. That would be neat. Okay. You find a hole that's not terribly big, but you do find a hole that you can kind of look out through. Okay. Can I, can I see anything? Can I make like a... I want to I say like a... 
You can see a guy. No, he's not a guy. He's a trumpet. He's a Monster of the Lower Depths. Iguana Man. Another slave? The Arch Enemy of the Salamander. I think it is. Just had two good ideas go by. Let's see if anything else pops up. Uh, oh, yes, there we go. You see a small, uh, you see a kobold outside. You just saw one of them. Okay. They're like cockroaches. <laughs> So, as you kind of look out the front, the, this little tiny hole out the front, like, you can just kind of see, like, there's like a road, or what probably used to be a road, leading up to the front of this tower. And on either side, there's, like, the remains of a wall, like, and then debris, and then there's probably, like, the debris of another building, it's just, you, most buildings only have a couple of pieces of them left over. This one just has like a straight wall there, and then just a pile of debris. Um, and so what you saw was um, a kobold like poked around, poked his head around this wall. Like you saw it, and, like you looked out, you didn't see anything, and then all of a sudden you saw this little lizardy face, like, look out and around, and then just duck back out of view. I'm gonna go back downstairs and report that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cobalt. And then I'm gonna suggest that we throw fire at them. I like this idea. <laughs> was it brown or was it silvery black? I don't know. Was it brown or silvery black? It was absolutely the silvery black kind. Ah. Uh. We used to train against those in the fighting pits. You actually know something about them, possibly. Why don't you roll me a spout lower? Barnyard? Yes, yes. <laughs> fail, fail, bitch, fail. Yeah! That's a four. <laughs> I don't know shit, son. <laughs> <laughs> that, might, that might be worse than you thought. They are, uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I thought I knew something, but I couldn't catch the thought. No, um... I will tell you that you do remember um, so it was silvery black was the color yeah like most cold balls are you know, there's like the, the, the brown colored ones and then there's like some kind of reddish orange colored ones but the black ones with the silvery tint kind of when they catch the light it looks like oil off water kind of yes like that. And that's that's the the word you were going to use to describe them as oily. Like yeah. there's 
there's something gross about these. These, these cold balls are taint. They should have been put in the refrigerator overnight. Yep. Okay. Yes. They should have been put on ice. Okay. Let us heat them up, friend. I agree. Yep. Fire is the answer. Don't worry, your miss has been applied. <laughs> Future badness has been has been uh, applied. <laughs> All right. So, what's the plan, everybody? Flame them. Attack. <laughs> throw pyre. Throw pyre out the door by himself. <laughs> shut the door behind him and hope things all light on fire. I think we just open the door and we'll let him shoot through the material from the debris that has fallen. That I could start a, a medium-sized fire in front of the door. Of course you can start a fire inside. That's not inside. Not, that's not what he said. He said well, that would require him opening the door and going outside, yeah, though, right? Like right in front of the door, they right. opened it, and then I... Right, all right. His plan was to build it right inside the door. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have somebody kick open the door, and then he'd, like, ba-doom. Oh, okay, now I get it. that goes so... <laughs> <laughs> just, fire just, is just, hope, just, just hope that wind doesn't come up and blow the other direction. <laughs> you can stand up the stairs. Maybe we should just talk to him. <laughs> There's maybe more than one. Maybe. <laughs> you think that's possible? Is there a way a bard can soothe their minds that we're not dangerous? Cobalt. I don't know. You would have to walk outside and ask them. We have a way of hiding the bell. I don't know, do you? They are simply cobalt. We will go out there and we will dominate them. Soul. Maybe we can can have our. uh, our, Make you into an elephant and then put it on your head. (laughs) Would that work? Where the bell is a helmet. (laughs) Right. Like a shiny bright hat. Beach him in the tower. No good. <laughs> this seems like a bad plan. <laughs> then what'll happen? Smart. <laughs> I, I think this sounds like a terrible plan all around. I'm all for it, but go ahead. Your true magic stronger than the bell. All right, so what's the plan? I've heard build a fire in front of the door. I've heard I'm gonna go. I want to go outside and uh, just talk no, to them. No, no, I. There's a very inherent plan. Clovis has a plan. No, I have the plan. All right. It's the same plan. It's not the same plan. <laughs> get her right. Can we raise plan? Oh, oh. First you turn to rhino, then you get her. I thought about that too, but only after there's a crowd. And we go outside and okay. make a crowd. So I will, I will walk outside oh, and shit. I will lure them through the pathway as a lone person. I will come help me with this bell. <laughs> I can't carry it on my own. And it, well, you know, it's like a con roll. Can we do a con roll of some sort? <laughs> parlay? You're going to attempt to parlay with them. Of course. So you're going to go outside? Yeah, I'm going to go right. outside. So you're going to, so you open the door and walk and step outside. What are the rest of you doing as he is stepping out through the door? Like, are, are you all trying to stay out of sight or are you... Okay, so you guys are trying to make it look like he's all by himself. Yes. That is, is great. <laughs> what is the same oh, word? <laughs> roll me a roll me a deck space defy danger. Okay, okay. kids, no modifier. La, 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 la. That's an eight. That's an eight. 
Okay. No experience for you. No experience <laughs> no for you. Experience, but no good things happen. Except happening. for me. It's like I stumble or I hesitate lips. or I flinch. So yeah, it pops. Yeah. Yep. So it. Uh, no choice. Yep. Hard outcome. So here's the deal. Just that into your family. The foot snare that you stepped in as you were walking out the door that they had set as a trap for the people inside. You saw it at the last moment. You can get your foot out of it before it closes and hauls you up. However, you're going to be flat on... You're going to have to, like, dive, and you'll be basically, like, flat on your face in the middle of the road. Alternatively, you let it snap you up, but you're pretty sure you'll be able to hold on to your sword as you go up. Your choice. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on my stomach. You lunge forward at the last possible moment, sprawling onto the dirt. And we're all hiding off to the side so we don't see that. That is correct. I hear. Right. <laughs> you, you probably also hear a. <laughs> Lisa, disarm that trap for you, gentlemen. That sounded like a snap. And as you not, <laughs> and as you hear the, you um, look around and you can see there is one, two. You got your good buddy number three over here that you knew was here. <laughs> Uh, coming out from behind here is number four, and you can clearly see number five. He has a terrible hiding spot. Um, number six is over here around the corner. Oh, yes. Bring them to my house. <laughs> like this. Indeed. Um, I think out from behind, like, seven was, like, kind of behind this pile uh, here. Uh, and then stepping out from behind here is number eight. And number eight is the interesting one. Because uh, he's the one that's dressed a little bit differently. He's wearing like sort of like shamanic garb. Is he albino? Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Albino <laughs> I've seen everything. Albino, but it's only... So these guys are like the black and silver kind. Except for the silver isn't albinoed. So it's pink and silver. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's this weird like white and silvery... Uh, it's, it's unsettling looking. So, Gar, you are prostrate as all of the kobolds pop out. And they all have bows trained at you. So I'm going to slowly get up with my hands in the air... And I will frankly and charmingly be open. And I, I don't think Frank. Open. I don't think Frank charming and open applies here necessarily. Since you're being accepted to your guts. And well, and more importantly, no. I don't feel like this is the kind of conversation where you're going to be frank and open. No, I'm just gonna ask. Don't shoot me. Can cobalt even be bargained with? I mean, they have that intelligence. I think they are. Okay. He can certainly bargain with them. I'm just letting him know that the frank and open move. That's like you're sitting and drinking with somebody and you're talking honestly with each other. This isn't that yeah, kind I, of... I figured since one of the questions was, whom do you serve? They would be able to tell me if I'm calm and cool and cool. We'll see how the first moments of this negotiation go. Then maybe you can open a calm and cool dialogue between okay. you and somebody so else. So I put but... my hands up and I go, I'm not a danger to you. So number eight, like, walks forward. Uh... Uh, sort of into the middle of the thing. He's, and uh, 
Like Does Dungeon World have languages? Does it? I think. It, I think. It does. I, does that, <laughs> it suddenly occurs to me, like, oh, I don't no. think there's a rule for that, is there? Yeah, it, it does. I rolled. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I think it, so, so I think um, I, I don't. I don't think it's anything codified in the rules anywhere. So anyway, um, yeah, no, it's not. It's not in the, on there anywhere. So, um, so the kobold. Uh, first, he begins to speak to you just in a chittering language, which you do not. Well, I don't know. Maybe you do understand. Bard, roll me an intelligence base to fight danger, and let's see if you understand. Good thing I'm intelligent. Right, you're you're freaking smart. You may know Kobold. Thirteen. Fuck yes, you speak Kobold. You're fluent. goddammit. Sweet. I'm gonna write that down as a skill. That yes. Right down at the bottom. Fluent in while well, fluent in dragon speak. Okay. Fluent in dragon speak. That I'm sure it won't come in handy at all later either, will it? So. Yes. Yes. So, he begins to speak to you in dragon speak, which of course you speak. <laughs> and he says, uh, What is this one doing here? Do you think it was he alone that rang the bell? You realize he's probably not really talking to you so much as talking to his friends and assuming you don't understand. What do you do? I respond. In dragon speak? Yes. Hell yeah, you do. It only takes one to ring a bell. Ooh, roll that parlay, sir, and let's see Ooh, if he buys your down. tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, charisma? Wait, no, I, I did. I got it's, a I say it's seven. charisma, so he's actually pretty good no, at that. Oh, I guess they're going to Okay, so on an eight. So you begin speaking back to them, and they're sort of momentarily taken aback. And they just sort of... But I, I, I show them... Um, I slowly show them my uh, my sword, and I just go. Kum. And he points at the sword and points to the ground. I put it down. Yes. All right. Covers that. Good. It says, "What do you want with the bell?" It's the. Can we hear? At least you can speak right. You can you can hear, and you hear and you heard him like you heard his voice speaking dragon speak. Do salamanders speak dragon speak? Is it the same language? No, it's not. No, it's a, it, your your language is more like fire elemental. Yeah, more hissy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more hisses. <laughs> we have kind of a draconic accent sometimes, but. <laughs> Depending on which region you're from, so yeah. So you guys sort of hear conversation happening Back here around the corner. I am yep. taking the form of uh, jungle running. That sounds yes. awesome. Roll that. Yes. Just be ready. Can you fit to the door? We'll find out. Of this like a rhino, short-sighted and hasty. Eight. So you hold cannot one. find a way. Right. Yeah. So you. So you managed to transform into a rhino. Oh, God. This here's Farnyard's yeah. bloody one. <laughs> Farnyard's like, yes! Oh, You're constantly with the rhino to take the oh yeah move from the taco swing. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great idea. Oh, yeah. That is an awesome Faceless move. Yeah. <laughs> Faceless rhino. Oh, my God. Okay, so back outside to the negotiation. Uh, he asked you what you wanted with the bell. I am a ardent 
studier of history and artifacts of this world, and I would give nothing to understand this bell tower. How did you evade Ludo? I killed him. <laughs> Roll me a parlay. The the kobolds regard you as a great and powerful warrior for he has defeated Ludo. The kobolds <laughs> worship him. Oh, wow. We must bring you to the village, great warrior. Come, we will feast in your honor. This way, as the others begin to gather behind you. Now the bard has his own and begin to, and begin to start like nudging you along to begin walking down the road. I can't turn around and tell them. I'm just going to... Yes, we will go now in my own language. Yes, I will go to the village with the kobolds. <laughs> Peacefully and not their prisoner at all. <laughs> exactly. Uh, your collective action. Let the let the bard walk. You guys have the bell, so what do you need him for? <laughs> yeah, this is not a problem. I'm sure he'll take care of himself. Ah, well, that is a problem then, isn't it, Clovis? I wish to proclaim what has happened. You, 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 you wish you to understand us. Proclaim what has happened. You understand us while you're here. <laughs> so, I assume that sounds yeah. awfully specific. Okay. Oh, you wish to spout lore? Yes. Okay. About the kobolds? About the kobolds. Yes. This is my worst stat. That's perfect. Let's get you some experience. Yes. Oh, it is. It's a six. Yay, six. Hooray for failure. All right. Obviously, the kobolds are known for capturing people and then eating them. Yes. Like bloodthirsty yeah. killers. Of course prefer, that's what's happening. They prefer babies. Of course that's what's happening. Gross. There must be a trap. should rescue them. The pudgy halflings right. will do in a pinch. Yep. He is He is obviously in mortal danger and he is just too stupid to realize. I'm a bad human. I'm not a halfling. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. He had halfling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's an even better image now. Seeing you turn into a rhinoceros. <laughs> Are we in agreement? We must save the bard. Yes. I'm going to hop on the rhinoceros's back. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So you guys have gotten halfway down the road a pace here, just a little bit. So let's completely rearrange everything. It's possible. <laughs> That was yesterday. <laughs> no, no, I just tried to count it, and you guys just decided, okay, let's charge. Yeah, that's what happens when they blow their From our point of view, you're surrounded by kobolds, and you're walking away. And they can't understand their language, so... I mean... Yeah. Even, though, even though you said, no, I'm totally going, and I'm not as a prisoner, and they thought you were trying to say, of course I'm a prisoner, come save my ass. At least point of view. If we you smell them, them. like Korean than a hunter. Yeah. That is true. And if we defeat them, you'll be even more of a hero to them, right? Right. <laughs> I guess. But they'll find out I'm not working alone. But they'll be dead, so... The dead kobolds tell no tales. Except the big one. Let's keep it. So number seven kobold hung back a little bit because he's picked up your sword off the ground. I'll I'll say, aye, may I have that back, fine sir? 
Hunter. <laughs> no, because when he picked that up was the moment that the rhino explosion happened. So he didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Things did not go as planned. Rhino explosion. Um, so you guys come busting through the door. There is no more door. <laughs> um, it's, too bad I'm good. it's too bad I'm good. If I was a I could be chaotic. I so straight like, down the middle here. <laughs> so straight down the middle, you're just you're gonna like bowl right into seven, and then from there you've got like kobolds on either side with I, him in the middle. I sort of figure that one of the uh, racial moves for the rhino is trample. Uh, so that, that's what I figure. Okay. All right. At some so, point, he's going to jump off and launch himself at someone. Yeah. Okay, that sounds brilliant. So um, I'm going to say, if you want, I'll just let you have a free trample on seven. Okay. Uh-huh. So let's just say you trample seven to death. Okay. How about that? That sounds fair. Go ahead and spend one hold to trample seven to death. Okay. Um, so you are now all up in their koboldy business. There's squishy, uh, squashy kobold uh, guts all over your feet uh, as you're about to ram. Sort of like now, like one and two, like your horn is like right there, and like one and two are like on either side. So now you could like do some like head goring action, or you know. The problem is, if you keep going forward, you're going to horn into the back of him. But details. Speaking of which, uh, Varnyar, uh, he's just uh, trampled over the first one. There's now sort of two, like... Was that the one with his sword? Uh, yeah, that was the one with his sword that is now twished. Uh, How far away? Hopefully the sword is okay. How far away am I from the, the pink one? Or the... Uh, he's all the way at the up t- uh, front of the procession. Yeah. So would I be able to... I'm going to guess if you do that, you might be able to clear, like, this group of four that are surrounding him and land, like, right here. And that's where I want to land. Okay, then. Right that's, in the middle. That's about, yep, you'll, you'll be right in the thick of things. So why don't you go ahead and make me a strength-based defy danger to for the okay. leap. And then I want to I come down and then grab two cobalt heads and smash We'll handle that after the jump. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how the jumping. Well, let's see how the jumping off a rhino's uh, back thing that's goes. A six. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, shit. This seems like the kind of thing that you could have practiced once or twice. No, no time. Uh, yeah, no. when you even if it goes bad, you might still bowl some cobalt over. When you when you improvise a plan, sometimes it doesn't go as planned. Um, so I think you need to roll me a uh, a d six of damage as you as you land rough. All right, so I take three. Um, however, you did sort of land about where you'd hope to. I mean, like you're not on your feet; like you're you're in a crumpled pile of owl on the ground. Oh, shit! But uh, but you're there, so you know you wanted to be in the middle of things. Congratulations, you win. Good. Um, <laughs> so now we've got uh, Dungeon World. Clovis and Pyrian are still on either side of the door, having oh, yeah. <laughs> Clovis. Trying to follow in the wake of the running uh, rhino. Oh, God, that's badass. Um, so your goal is to try and sort of reach one of the two that are closest to you. And I think you're that fast. You're that fast, right, Clovis? Fuck yes. Roll me a hack and slash. You can absolutely reach one of them. You can at least get within sword reach. That sword's pretty long. You were carrying me on your back, so I probably slowed down a little bit. Riches and property. Plus going through the yeah, I think this might fall under riches and property. Yeah. We got our guy, and we're trying to get the hell out of here. And it's my opportunity for you to screw up. Hell yes! And Not this time. Oh, no, that's a 12. Oh, roll some damage on this poor kobold number three. 
Yeah, Clovis just ends number three and his children. <laughs> just vicious cut across uh, um, Gar, you are covered in kobold gore as some of it splashes onto you. Uh, I'm just standing there in amazement. You're, you're just like, <laughs> what the hell? Pyrian, what is uh, your plan? charge forward, but as I'm doing, I'm going to conjure a big ball of flame. <laughs> ball of fire! Alright, roll for the conjuration. Let's see how that, uh, how that hammer turns out. Uh, ten. So. You are great at this. <laughs> I am uh, the best weapons master ever. Uh, Giant hammer of fire with so, what tags? Uh, well, hand because it needs to be melee range and plus one damage. So. Plus one damage it is. Alrighty, go ahead and uh, bring that hammer to bear on number one. <coughs> four, four, number one. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, or not. <laughs> Uh, five. Oh, but number one is crafty. Oh, number one is crafty. Oh. And now is when you learn something. You learn something the hard way. You come swinging at number one with your flaming hammer, and he deftly jumps out of the way, leaving you sort of sandwiched in between him and number two, Pyrian. However, as you go by, um... He scratches at you. And you can feel... Oh, by the way, take a d6 of damage. But, um... He succeeded... Oh, wait, he succeeded in making the hammer, not the hacker. Right, he has a lovely hammer. He unfortunately failed to wield it properly. Two. Okay, so that's not bad. Um, The trouble is, you can feel... uh, Right down at the bottom of your character sheet, Plague. We have a bell for that. Uh, for now. Mm. We rang the bell. The plague is gone. Wow. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's a plague in the radius of the bell. All right, it's a different plague. <laughs> yeah, it's a different plague. Or maybe it only works when the bell is at the top of a high tower. Shit. Or maybe you have to do some sort of ceremony before you ring the bell to get it to affect a whole city. Maybe we must sacrifice. Everything felt right. You might have to do some You might have to do some research to figure this out. Anyway, you get the sense that that doesn't feel right. I'm sure it won't come back to haunt you later. Alright. So Gar, your friends are trying to save you. They they mean well. Yeah. What are you gonna do, Gar? Join the kobolds. <laughs> Join the kobolds! Defend good. the master! I can't, I'm good. Um, this is true, you are. Too bad, you're not chaotic. You could just be uh, like, screw you guys! I'm the kobolds are my friends! Master. So, hey, since I'm you so don't really have a sword... Yeah, I don't, but I do have a bow and arrow. You do have a bow and arrow. And I am, I am a weak constitution kind of person, so... I am going to try to get as small as I can and back away from the kobolds, hoping all of their attention is on my friends. So, so that I maybe may put some distance <laughs> So I think you can sort of back this way. Uh, I can't see the drawing. Yeah, you can, you can sort of go back that direction, uh, the direction that Clovis just... Remember the blood spatter? Yep. There's a hole where a kobold used to be in the formation <laughs> that you can sort of back out, and Clovis will then like sort of be in between you and koboldness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
So yes. I'm going, yeah, I would assume that's the high danger. My hand um, or I... At the moment, I don't think so, because number one is kind of engaged with Pyrian, and two and four turned around when Vanyar <laughs> vaulted over them. Uh, so none of them are actually looking at you, because they thought you were their friend. So none of them I were, like, expecting sort you of. to betray them. So I don't I don't think that even requires a defy danger for you to slip out of uh, out of the center, and now what would you like to do? I, um... I'm gonna put myself and put some distance between us, and then I will do a, uh, a volley. All right, you got a little distance. Go ahead. Who are you volleying at? Um, uh, are you shooting at one of the two that were in front of you, or are you shooting at the leader way up in the front? I'll or take the, I'll, I'll attempt the leader. You'll attempt to shoot the leader. That's a great idea. Let's hope this fucking works. It's an eight plus strength, so that'd be uh, volley is plus dex. Plus dex. Yeah. Okay, so it's an eight. So it's an eight. So, on the volley of an 8, you make a choice. Uh, yep. Ah, uh, hard choices. <laughs> the ammunition is nebulous. You only lose it when you lose it, but if you lose it, half. Yeah. Right. So, it's the loss of ammo. Might as well. You got three, right? Right. All right, so go ahead and check one off. Okay. So you boom, 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 you fire off several arrows, catching number the uh, the uh, shamanic one uh, in the back. Go ahead and roll your damage. Two. Two damage. You can make me fire arrows, right? I could. <laughs> I need fire first. Well, I guess that might make fire. Play. Well, yeah, but... I need a pair of gloves is what I really need. So then I can yield your fire arrows. Yep. A pair of wool gloves. <laughs> wool gloves? Woolen gloves. Uh, Alright, so as you fire, um, the uh, shamanic one turns around and he raises his hand and as he does... Uh, the arrows bounce harmlessly off of a sort of like a, a shimmering wall of energy that he puts out in front of him as he now stares at you and he says in the in the dragon tongue, "Betrayer! I did not betray you. <laughs> I only slightly lied. <laughs> I only tried to shoot you in the back with arrows. It wasn't personal." <laughs> right, oh man. You are now sort of, uh, you got Clovis up, up on your uh, right-hand side here. If you want, you can sort of, like, angle your trampling a little bit, and you can just trample number one. I don't want to trample. I just want to gore him with my horn. That sounds great. Uh, I think for a gore, you just get to roll uh, d8 of damage. Uh, you can just spend a hold, one of your hold, and roll damage. It seems... How many holds do I say you for a hack and scratch? Oh, okay. Then go for it. Is that... I'm trying nope. to hold my last hold. Ah, I see. So then, yes, by all means, make yourself a hack and slash roll. Well, you have the druid if you spin your last hold. You don't. You still have form. You can still make a pass. Not good. No, I think when you spend the last hold, it says you return to human form. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yep. Yep, because that's sometimes the the price you pay is ah, I get the thing done, but now I'm standing there and I'm not in that form anymore. Twelve. Twelve. Hell yes, you gore them. So go ahead and roll your d8 of damage now, oh gore machine. D6. D6. 
I'm saying. Well, when you're in your form, well, you're D8. I'm, well, no, that's true. There is an actual druid move that gives you D8. Yeah. I was gonna. I would have given you the D8 if you'd spent a hold. However, since you right. didn't, you're right. Spend right. You roll your D6. Yep, it's just your normal damage because. Six. Okay then, that is still sufficient for Cobalt slaughter. So uh, okay, so hold on. Number seven's already dead. Number three is already dead, and now number one is dead. So, wow, oh, you guys are making short work of this uh, little uh, kobold troop. Uh, so you, <laughs> you and and uh, begin to move. So the problem is now, like the next two things in front of you are Pyrian and Gar. They moved to. Well, it's true. No, uh, Gar did move out of the way. So actually, that's not true. Pyrian is kind of off to the one side, and then you've got. Two more kobold back, kobold backs even better because they're facing Varnyar. Speaking of Varnyar, they're kind of laying in a heap on the ground at the moment, and there's four kobolds around you, and they all kind of have spears, and it looks like they're all about to turn you into a pincushion. What are you gonna do? Well, it's a good thing I trained for this in the fighting pits. <laughs> four on one. I remember those days. Kobolds, <laughs> even. Ah. Yeah. Uh, you did say you fought the silver black, silver black kobolds. Yep. Um, I'm going to wait for the first one to stab at me. Yep. I'm going Consider to... yourself stabbed. Well, <laughs> I stabbed at me. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Um, they do. <laughs> I want to roll as the spear goes past, and then I want to roll back over the spear. Uh-huh. Grab the spear and throw him into the one standing next to him. And just swing them all the way around. Let's roll a hack and slash and see how it goes, and, and then, then we can continue rolling out of the way so the other two. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> another XP. Hey! Brilliant plan. Brilliant plan. You, you see the spear, it's coming down, you roll out of the way, the other two spears hit you, you're kind of can't roll back and ah this whole plan just went to shit uh so roll yourself a d6 plus three damage Ooh. so that's i take eight i'm down to ten as you get hit like thuck, thuck, thuck. Oh! no this is not the way it went <laughs> you, <laughs> you, said, you said you wanted to be in the middle of it Oh God! Uh, are you in the middle of it? You're okay. you're you're basically a varn kebab. <laughs> Varnyar kebab. All right. So, so the Varnyar kebab has been kebabbled. Um, so who haven't we heard from in a while? Uh, Clovis and Pyrion, I feel like, are sort of the next two that need uh, to step up to the plate. And Clovis, as it so happens. One of the guys in front of you just stabbed Varnyar in the leg, but he's got his back to you. How terrible for him, huh? All right, so go ahead and give yourself a plus one to this roll because he's distracted. Eight. <laughs> wow. That was close. Uh, so with an eight... Um... <coughs> So go ahead and roll your damage. Nine with messy enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The blood. The blood. It's like kobold salsa. Gross. So number four has died brutally. However. Number four had... 
a thing on his belt. And as you hit him, you kind of chopped into that thing. It was like a gourd. But as it turns out, it was kind of like a bomb. These kobolds are tricky. Um, and so it kind of explodes. Um... Uh, knocking you off of your feet. Uh, it didn't actually do any damage because he didn't have it properly like deployed. You sort of set it off by you know cutting it off at the top and releasing the stuff. Not in the way it's supposed to go, but you're guessing if you'd lit the fuse, and that would have been ugly. Uh, so but you're kind of like knocked back on your butt a little bit. So okay. good thing we're not playing with fire. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, it's pyrians. <laughs> Uh, so the one that scraped me is still alive? No, he got that. The one that scraped you as you turned around to deal with him, he's standing there staring at you, and then a rhino horn came through his stomach. So, uh, no. However, there's that one behind you that you can see uh, was trying to stab Varnyar when Varnyar cleverly dodged out of his spear's way right before the other three spears. Oh, bring them all that was overhand arm, just like whack <laughs> Flaming whack-a-mole! Hopefully this out of the Guess we'll find out if he rolls this. Eleven. That looks like no bomb. <laughs> so, eleven. Eight points. Good God. <laughs> Right, so... I remember when I used to be <laughs> The flaming maul just caves in his head and like the you can just hear the body sizzling as it crushes to the ground. Love that sound. Ah, <laughs> beautiful. So that guy's dead. Um, and that's when you see the, uh, after he screams, traitor, an purplish orb appears in the hand of the shaman. As he thrusts his hand your way, and the orb begins to fly towards you. Would I defy danger by getting out of the way or acting fast? You're gonna duck. That sounds like a great way to deal with this problem. I got a six. You got a six. Ah! Uh, you get to level up. <laughs> no, I don't. That's still another three away. Hey, don't worry. We still got intercession moves, which will be coming momentarily as soon as the uh, kobolds are. Uh, yeah, you just gotta live through the kobold fight. Okay. Um, so you took a D8 of magic in the face. Um, it, it's sort of a uh, bypasses armor, by the way. Yep. As you sort of, it's just sort of like this, like, it depresses you, like, in your soul. Like, it's just like the essence of darkness as it hits you, and you feel like, ah, fuck it, nothing matters. For a moment. Yes! (laughs) Yes, it is a depression orb. And you took one full in the face. Uh, as As you feel your will to live sapped momentarily from your body before you sort of are able to snap out of it after a moment, but you know that, that was bad. So I not only lost my, my wife, but I also lost my dog. <laughs> That's right. That is correct. So, um... <laughs> Wait, have we heard? Yes. Clovis cut the dude off. You, Yes, I think I think we need to hear from Mab now. Uh, Mab has a gourd, so uh, next up you're, uh, you could uh, charge up past... Uh, Pyrian to catch one of the two that are uh, on top of Varnyard. 
Yeah, I want to make forward progress. Okay. So you uh, head up right next to uh, Pyrian, or right next to Varnyar, and uh, you want to try and uh, gore number five? Yeah. All right. So same thing again. Try to hold on to the form. So we... Uh, Ten. You are a machine. Four. When it comes to Gorin people, you are the rhinoceros man. As you just... You are a terror to behold. Varnyar, you seem to have been rescued by a flaming whack-a-mole, a rhinoceros. I expect and, and you think you saw Clovis right before this puff of smoke and an explosion. You're not sure what happened over there, but at this point there's only one left that had stabbed you. Um, are these spears still stuck in me? Yes. Awesome. All of them are. Uh, what right. do you do about it, Varnyar? I'm going to... Stand up, yes. still with <laughs> spears that. hanging off of you, and it then the <laughs> grab the cobalt around the throat. Yes, I'm going to pick him up off the ground. <laughs> yes, and then I'm going to <coughs> twist my gauntlet like my fist in midair with the razors slicing his throat as I twist. Just. <laughs> Picture the physics of this. Well, it's like if I let if I let go of the grip and then spin. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you kind of toss him, yeah. kind of toss him up a little bit, and then forward with the razor's edge. Sure, I can slash him. Let's see how this works. I'm pretty confident I can level up now, so I can lay off. <laughs> That's nine. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure when I saw the fist. I wasn't sure if you were cursing the world or that I actually did something. That's ten. Okay, so that 11 is eleven damage. Two that piercing. is eleven damage. Two piercing. Ridiculous amounts of overkill for a simple kobold. Uh, However, you of course take a d6 of damage in doing so because you did sort of just ignore all those spears that are hanging out at weird angles, and now they're kind of like you know. Pulling on things that hurt uh, ignores right. armor because it's already in you. So I got one. Yep. Well, that's not mine. Oh. Yep. It, it, the wounds bleed a little more than they probably should. Yeah. Um, Gar! What are you going to do about that guy that just about made you kill yourself? Well, I'm really fucking sad about it. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. You should probably do so something about I, that I guy. I should probably shoot him again. That, you have your bow. You tried to shoot him once. I know. I mean, why not do it again? You could play a happy song. <laughs> you could play a happy song to no, try and counter right your now, sadness. My wife left me and my dog is dead. Uh, he doesn't feel the happiness. No. If you're happy, and you know, it's going to get even worse because... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I failed at that, too. Oh, oh Gar. Oh, Gar. As you go to draw your bow, the kobold uh, shaman throws a a little uh, satchel, a a thing that he pulled out of his satchel while you were drawing, and a puff of smoke uh, erupts around him, and as the smoke dissipates, he is gone. Ninja Kobold. Ninja Kobold. the last one, right? Kobold vanished. Yep, Kobold vanished. Yes, but he was the last Kobold, so congratulations on ending the fight. Way to go. <laughs> you did it, Gar. Now you're doing it, probably. <laughs> 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 Sons of beaches. Ah, so somewhere out there. You all right, Gar? We thought you were gone. 
Uh, I had them believing I was a god and they were going to take me back and you could have snuck away with the bell. Guards are so funny. <laughs> oh, guard. Good stories. Guard, did I mention the other part of your uh, failure? No. You have not mentioned the other part of my failure. Uh, it comes... That's the time while you're feeling so good about it. Right, while you're feeling so good about life is when you discover the crumpled remains of your sword that was <laughs> trampled by a rhinoceros. It's... it's Oh, that's not going to work anymore. Only well, you somebody who is good as a blacksmith. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's not even like a hindrance. Like, ah, problem. Give me an hour. I can smooth that out. Give me a hammer. I'm pretty strong. I have raw materials. I have all these spears you can use. Here, have one. <laughs> Well, I see metal. I can make you something metal. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking they have metal tip. Okay, but just the tip. Just the tip. Don't be a dick. Don't mix those two up. So as you, so as you uh, forge on through the village, uh, attempting to reach the uh, the edge of the ruined zone. Uh, Huh? Carrying the bell. You got some healing for a guy. <laughs> yeah, you find Varnyar looking like an absolute pincushion. Uh, oh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have him sing. Do you remember what happened last time? Remember what happened last time? You thought, oh, let's do what could go wrong. Do you want me to do this? I think I want to risk it. This place has a weird resonance with this bell. I urge caution. That's a that's a eleven. So I'd use some help. So what is it, a D6 you healing? Uh, D8. D8? Yep. Do you have a D8 lane over there I can borrow? No, I, oh. I rolled uh, oh. two, three. Edit three, that's all you gave me? That's it. Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, you feel a little better. The, the holes are not quite so open and weeping. Who's the one with the taint on them? <laughs> no, like the the plague. The plague, yeah. Plague, the tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can, it says I can remove. Uh, do you do you know he has the plague somehow? I don't. Okay, then, then okay, probably not. <laughs> he doesn't even realize. He just knows that that felt weird. But but yeah, eh, it's okay. no big deal. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. So you guys make it to the edge of sort of the ruined zone uh, of this town, and you you get back to like there's a there's a wall. There's absolutely a wall leading into the ruined area of town. Um, and so, like, this tower was kind of, like, on the edge of the ruins. Um, and, like, this whole half of the town is just, you know, of the blasted remains of the Salamander War, the Salamander Uprising. Um, and then there's there's sort of a, a wall um, that is manned by uh, uh, city guards. As you approach, uh, you can see the livery of the uh, the city guards uh, indicating what town this is. I've Would been someone... here before. Yes, Gar, absolutely. Spout some lore. Uh, so, a port in the storm, whenever you return to a civilized settlement you visited before, tell the GM when you were last here, which was about two years ago. Well, first you got to spout lore and see if you actually have been here and if you know this no, town. It just says... It says when you enter a town that you've been in before. Well, how do right, you know you've been here before? I know I've been here before. How I do you know that? I've been here before. You don't just get to say that. <laughs> yes, it does. It says when you return to a civilized settlement, which this is, 
Yeah. I've visited before. Have you visited it before? I'm telling you I have. I'm that's telling you you haven't. That's why you have to make You need to roll a, a, a spout lore to I'm see if you recognize you this town. That's what I ask you for. You always try and weasel your way through shit. I try. It doesn't work all the time. I know. Sometimes I call you on your bull. 10 plus. Oh, and, um... Yeah, that would be a six. That was a six? Oh, that's sad. So, you have not been here before. But you're powerful. I know. Usually. Hey, uh, Varnyar. What do you want? I want to see if you've been here before. Okay. Let's see if you recognize this town's livery. That's it. Eight. What do I get? Plus wisdom. But good. That's not anything. So eight. Yeah. Intelligence. Intelligence. Foul lore. Oh, well, okay, that's seven. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was looking at the reality. Yeah. So you recognize that this is the town of dangerous. I know. Don't you dare fucking say it. Don't you dare fucking say it. I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Um, There's a town name that keeps getting reused in our uh, <laughs> game at home. There's okay. two Eldridge towns. They're spelled differently. There's Northridge and Southridge. But they're both called Eldridge. It's, it's, it's terrible. This is the town of uh, um, Sayakis. Sayakis. Yes. Don't make that easy to pronounce or anything. <laughs> you asked. Okay. So Sayakis. So now I have to tell you something interesting, but not necessarily useful. So you've been in Syakis before because it also has a gladiatorial arena. So you've, you've fought here before. That's why you recognize the pennant. It's not like you know the town or anything because you were, you were, you were just uh, brought here to the, to the fighting arena and then you left. Uh, you didn't spend too much time in town. However, you do know uh, that the are weak and incredibly racist against salamanders. Yes. Because of the Salamander War. That would make sense. Right. Incredibly racist. So I'll leave that to you guys to make use of however you feel necessary, but yeah. As you approach, that's what you recognize as you see the guards at the top of the uh, wall. We should send Pyre to negotiate. <laughs> uh, I will burn this place. <laughs> you wonder why they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> also, it occurs to me. Also, as you're walking up to the gate, you've got the bell. Yes. Yeah, it's just carrying it. Well, a symbol of their city. Yeah. Well, they might have a complicated history. Yeah, like this. This the bell. I mean, the bell seems like it was kind of a thing for that other half of the city. You're not sure how well known those stories are amongst the rest of the people. It seems like it was sort of a forgotten thing. Otherwise, why wouldn't have somebody just gone and got it a long time ago? I mean, besides Ludo, Ludo of course. <laughs> right, right. You're guessing like a couple of people went and like didn't come back and yeah, so after that like stopped, everybody yeah. kind of stopped trying. Like, you know what? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, what's your plan? You walk, you come walking up to the uh, city gates. The, uh, the He's got his slave collar. As long as you as, right, as long as you beat him a little bit and treat him badly, I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, not be a slave again. <laughs> oh, that's a good go great. Uh, <laughs> so the guards at the top of the gate. Who goes there? Your mother. See what the thing is. Whenever I talk, I get myself in trouble. So I'm just keeping quiet at this point. 
We say again, who goes there? Travelers. From... <laughs> from within the tower district? How came you to be there? We travel. <laughs> By water? Sometimes. <laughs> By land, most recently. You are lucky to have made it ashore. Normally the kobolds make quick work of anyone attempting to scale the cliffs. We have killed many kobolds today. Good answer. Good we answer, may sir. Kill more. So apparently there was cliffs behind the tower at some point. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> somewhere back a ways. You know, not like right next to it. But anyway, somewhere. Somewhere here. They died disappointingly fast. Sure. Ah, well, what did you look like? Is he yours? I am mine. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Be sure that your servant knows his place in this town. Open the gates! <laughs> I'll give him the evil eye. <laughs> oh, boy. There can't, this can't go badly. I suggest we rest a bit first before we tear this city asunder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as a human, uh, a human bard, when we enter or first enter a civilized settlement, someone yes. who respects the custom of hospitality, two minstrels will take you in as, a, as their guest. Ah, so do you, do you make yourself known as a minstrel? Yes. Ah! I just start playing my horn. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, the mariachi <laughs> dance tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. So the um, so as as they notice your horn, um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so one. Are you still in rhinoceros? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I presume he turned back sometime before you approached the horns. Yeah. We're saving that, uh, that last hold for the pink one. <laughs> ah, yes. We, we wanted to uh, auto-trample the pink one. Good choice. Good choice. Nice try. Um, so, yes, I think as you come through, there's like a guard at the gate down below who looks really bored because um, he doesn't normally get this much uh, activity. Uh, through the gate. They don't um, open the gate very often. No, no, this is kind of the, the crap position. Like, the best thing that could happen is occasionally you get to take pot shots at kobolds that get too close to the wall. Because right. um, apparently they've sort of overrun that section of town. Them and, you know, rebel salamanders that are part of the salamander resistance. But yeah, we'll, run into, we'll run into them. <laughs> sure, we'll run into them later. Um, uh, when he notices you, he says, Oh, are, are, are you a traveling, traveling performer? Yes. I, I heard tell that um, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Just take your silver from your leaves. I'm good. Damn it! Why don't people leave? <laughs> the lady, the lady Bastion was seeking a uh, performer. Oh, somebody's going to get their wedding tackle all wet. <laughs> She I'm was, gonna, I'm gonna um, turn reality. Sure, that sounds like a great idea. That name sounds familiar. It does. I got a um, ten meeting plus wisdom. Yep. Uh, which is a plus zero. So. Yep. A ten. Ten. Um. All right. Ask me some questions. You have three. Yeah. <coughs> What should I be on the lookout for? 
Lady Bastion, you think, is the sister of Lord Bastion, the one from whom you stole that horn. <laughs> so, you. The, the question is, though, um, one. Well, I'll let you ask the rest of your questions and then we can muse about them. Go ahead. What is about to happen? You are about to be given an offer of employment in the lady's house, should you wish to accept it. What here is not what it appears to be? You get the sense that the you heard about Lady Bastion, and she is not at all like her brother. In fact, you get the sense that she might be kind of a troublemaker. Whether a troublemaker in the good way or the bad way, you're not sure, but... Uh, There's no bad way. Right. Yeah, she, she's trouble for those who get involved with her. But then again, so are you guys. This may be sort of a kindred spirit kind of thing. So maybe I can bribe her with the horn. and Well, not bribe her, but pretend to, <laughs> pretend to return the horn to her family <coughs> by rescuing Ooh. it from her brother. By rescuing it from... So she oh. Eat the horn? Huh? Don't she eat the horn? You can find another instrument. It just costs money. I'm sure you can make some money. I have a bell that will rid any city of its diseases and famine and all this stuff. Right, sure. You do. Ball. Right. <laughs> you just gotta get it high enough, I guess. Okay, so yeah, so that's sort of what you've uh, determined. So yeah. You're I'm not gonna, I'm you're not go, sure. I'm gonna go find Lady Bastion. Alright, you and your compatriots travel to the that, that, that's up to them. Manner of Lady Bastion. Well you're, you're of course your entourage is invited to come with okay. you. Especially given that they are carrying the bell. Right. That may attract some attention. You may want to get that indoors somewhere. Yeah, uh, secure. We need to rent a wagon on our way out here. Yes. Well we're on an island. No. No, you're not on an island. Oh, that's right. Someone just said that. Right, right. We, we talked oh, about me. it. You, you yeah, could have you could have been at one point, but uh, no, not so much. There is remember palatial villas, right? right. Stately pala- palazzos. Yeah. Right. So that's where you are. So that's where you are headed. You're headed to a stately palazzo. Continental to uh, Lady Bastion's uh, uh, dwelling place. Uh, as you knock upon the door, uh, you are greeted as a traveling performer of some renown and uh, invited into the. Uh, uh, to the um, uh, uh, guest house. Uh, Lady Bastion will see you uh, uh, late, late this evening. So please, wash up from the road. Stow your things here. Relax. Welcome to, to the Bastion to the Bastion Estates. And I think that's where we'll leave it for tonight. A giant place. Be gored over top of me. So yes, I'm assuming I. Yes, you are all in need of uh, a bath and uh, yes, band aids. So, end of session moves, gentlemen. Let us see. First, uh, at the uh, your uh, alignment moves. Let's start with Varnyar. Defeat a worthy opponent. Is this an individual or group? So the alignment is individual, and then the rest of them are group. I think so. I'm sorry, defeated a worthy opponent. Yes, absolutely. The uh, the giant skeleton, 
uh, Ludo. Ludo. I mean, yeah, you you certainly aided in all of those things, uh, so that seems appropriate. Uh, Mab. Eliminate an unnatural menace. Ooh. Do you consider the uh, the undead there uh, an unnatural menace that were in the tower? Yeah. yeah, the emperor. I like the emperor's statue, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, destroying the emperor's statue. You feel he was a he was a poor caretaker of this land. So yes, absolutely. Check Clovis. So we get one XP for doing. You get one XP for doing that thing. A convention of the civilized world. Were in the civilized? No, that would would have been. I did screw the peace. You did screw up the uh, peaceful negotiation, so I think that qualifies in this case. So. More opportunity for Yep. Yep, don't worry, I'm sure we'll hit that one next session just fine. As Probably in the first hour. Spread a dangerous new idea. We didn't really have much interaction talking with people. Yeah. Uh, but I may some kind of salamander rebellion. <laughs> say, uh, say, yeah, yeah. You did, you did sort of. Uh, yeah, at the very end there, when he's like, I belong to no one. Did, yeah, say, yeah, when, when he didn't, uh, didn't just uh, toe the line on the salamander slave. I, th- I say, let's ding you for that one because what? It's like a four session game. I'm not going to be yeah. stingy. So <laughs> if you can come up with a reasonable excuse, I'll go for it. <laughs> I performed my art to aid someone. Yeah. Oh, you did. Sometimes, Sometimes to terrifying effects, but yes, you did. All right, does somebody have the uh, end of session moves uh, in front of them? Because I do not have them on my cheat sheet. So. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah. We learned everything <laughs> new and important about we the have world. To do the bonds first, though. Once bonds have been updated, look at your alignment. You uh, if you feel like you've resolved a bond, I have not resolved any bond. Right, like that, like they have, they no longer apply. I'm still yeah, writing okay. stories yeah. about Clovis. Yeah, I feel like the bar is soft, but I will make them hard like me. Mm. I, I don't think you've that. hardened him yet at all. No. So, now nah, I think it's a little early for bond resolution. So, okay. So that was one one ding for learning new and interesting things about the world. What's next? Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Ludo twice. <laughs> no, you only get a one ding for it. And then finally, did we loot a memorable treasure? Yes. You're carrying the bell of the dawn, and oh yeah, you cracked the sky. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of which, I wonder what the people in town think of that. They can probably see that from here. <laughs> Alrighty. XP is at seven. So we subtract seven from our XP and have leave that from. I'll say for tonight, if you want to go ahead and level up uh, tonight and put yourself into a XP debt starting the next day, I'm all for that. Oh, negative two. Right. Yep. Okay. yep. At end of session, sub- at end of session, subtract seven and level yourself up. <laughs> Where are the, or eight. Uh, the other character sheets. Uh, Let me see. Yep. You guys got the book too. Oh, that's true. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to read that sheet. I said, ah, this is the first time I've ever seen it. I printed it off and didn't even realize I had it. I mean, that one may actually come into play in the city here. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, when you insult an NPC, you roll plus charisma. Oh, yes! On 10 plus, you leave them no room to react. They hear, they bear your insult and the scorn of all who hear. Sick burn! <laughs> that is nice. I'm taking Eldritch Tones. <laughs> Eldritch Tones? I hate you so much. I did it just because. I know. It's awesome. I lost my pick two on the, of the arcane one. I lost the sword. You lost your sword. I'll have to work on uh, acquiring a replacement for it, I guess. Yeah, I need to make some money. Yeah. Well, I wonder how. Maybe I can take something from this woman. Yeah. I got both of them after me. Yeah, why not? Why not make enemies of all of the family? This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike. 4.0 International License. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit. Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at mentallyuntable at gmail.com. That's mentallyuntable, no spaces or punctuation. You can like us on Facebook as mentallyuta. That's one word, mentallyuta. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at mentallyuntable. M-E-N-T-A-L-L-Y-U-N-T-A-B-L-E. Thanks for listening.